Welcome to Inside Voice. Join hosts, friends, and voice actors Louise Porter, that's me, and Brad Grahowski as we navigate the freelance world while simultaneously being massive introverts. We ask the age-old question, how do you put yourself out there when literally the last thing you want to do is put yourself out there? Find out what earth-shattering conclusions we come to on this week's edition of Inside Voice. Okay, I see a red dot, so. <clears throat> yeah, so we're recording. Uh, recording too. Yay. Okay, cool. Hey, hey, Brad. Hey, how's it going, Louise? Pretty good, pretty good. Well, I'm not nervous or excited or anything. This is just a normal everyday thing to do. Yeah. This is our, our first foray into the world of podcasting. Yeah. Well. Is that the right word? Foray? Foray? No, that's the right word. No, that's foray. right. Yeah. yeah. Okay. Yeah. I think we should note that you're Canadian. I'm American. So we, there are some words that we may, that we may pronounce. Yeah, exactly. Well, let's tell everybody where we are. I'm, so I'm in Vancouver, Canada. So West Coast, PNWs. Yeah. And, and you I'm are? In, in Baltimore, Maryland, just outside Baltimore. I mean, we're cross continents from each other. Yeah, like it's, uh, yeah, pretty much as far away as you can get and still be on the same continent. That's not true. Yeah. I guess we could be in Florida and Alaska. You know, I'm looking at your waveform on my screen and it looks so much bigger than mine. I wonder if I'm just super, I guess we'll find out when we're. I think the waveform is measuring coolness. And so mine is just showing up as a little bit bigger. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Thanks. <laughs> At least everybody um, knows that off the bat. <laughs> yeah, they no probably guess. already. We're we're how we're a minute and a half in, so they've probably already figured that out. Uh, I think we can. Fix I'm just going to hang up. I'm just going to let you okay. do the podcast. Okay. Cool. <clears throat> welcome um, to Inside Voice, everyone. <laughs> welcome. I'm like I don't know what to say. It's yeah, yeah. Uh, so what's what is Inside Voice? What is this podcast? What are we doing? Why are we here? Okay, so I initially had the idea for this last year um because i'm an introvert and i was thinking about ways to kind of get myself out there push beyond the old comfort zone um and this was one idea i had and then when i started thinking about more about this idea because of course initially i was like everybody does a podcast especially in the voiceover world so that's true but you know i for some reason stayed in my brain and i thought you know so many of us in this industry are introverts like and i feel like we hear a lot of people talking about you know the ways in which they're getting business or how they're you know maybe they're on tiktok or they're doing all this stuff and I don't know if it's an elephant in the room for everyone, but I, it is for me. And it's like, but how? Because I'm so introverted and you know, I don't feel like it really gets addressed very much. So I yeah. thought if I did this and obviously you're an introvert and you're a really good friend of mine and I'm not going to do it alone. And I'm so glad that you agreed to do this with me, um, that we could kind of both maybe help other people and also kind of help ourselves get out of that not get out of it but maybe lean into it even I don't know I yeah yeah that's you kind know, of that I don't know if that really answered anything <laughs> no all. that does no that makes yeah. sense and I I I mean I'm here right so obviously I think it's a great idea I think um 
I think what happens is the people who are on the, you know, the forums and the Facebook groups and stuff who are saying, I'm doing this, I'm doing that. They're all the extroverts who are explaining what they're doing or, or crowing about what they're doing because that's what they do. Where all the introverts, we're just toiling away and we're just getting the job done and we're just like focused on the things we focus on. Not that extroverts aren't getting the job done. I just mean we're doing it in very different ways. And you don't hear many introverts, you know, going into forums and saying, well, I'm super shy, but this is what I tried. You know what I mean? Because if, if they were, weren't, if, I mean, the fact that they're an introvert kind of keeps us from, from sharing what we're doing. Right. Um, And I think almost I, because I don't see it come up really ever, I don't think anyone's outing themselves and being like, I'm kind of really like this makes me really anxious or however that manifests for you. Um, So I'm outing myself. Um, (laughs) But I was going to actually just go back to that point. I thought it was really interesting that you said that you think that everybody who is out there that's sort of loud and proud is an extrovert. Like maybe they're not and maybe they've figured out something we haven't. So I think that's something to like maybe explore too when we're, yeah. Um, because I think we, we want to chat with other people, like have people on the podcast and, and talk about, you know, how they're navigating their introversion. And maybe that's something we're going to find out as like people that we thought were extroverts aren't. Yeah, that's true. That, yeah. That's a good point. See, there I go, just sort of making assumptions about people that I shouldn't make. You know, and you know what they say. <laughs> <laughs> but I do think, I do, I do think that what ends up happening is that the methods for getting new business, for communicating with clients, uh, uh, do end up having an extroversion, an extrovert's uh, bias because, right, like all of the things we hear and here to do that, that we hear that you should be doing or the expectation is that you are doing it, that you're sending out 100 emails a day or whatever – Yes, and I. You see what I mean? Yeah, like it's it's setting up expectations that that are different, or or maybe a different level of challenge for an introvert than they might be for an extrovert. Exactly, because I think sometimes you know we try to hold ourselves accountable, but maybe the maybe those expectations are just um they're more difficult for some people. So it's not that you're, you know, bad at, well, I don't know, maybe you are really bad at something, but, but it's, it's, you know, we tend to be hard on ourselves, right? When we can't seemingly do what others seem to be easily doing. Now I'm not Uh suggesting that it is easy for them, but yeah, it's like, how do I do this thing when I'm so introverted? How do I, so for instance, being on TikTok or mm-hmm. doing the, you know, um, so our good friend uh, Alice does a lot of UGC now. So that's, you know, that's mm-hmm. on camera. Like, oh my God, that's like my... Can you remind me what UGC is? Um, it's user-generated content. So it's like Excellent. the videos that you see come up um, for products generally um, on your social media feed that just look like ordinary people because they are ordinary people. Um, they're They're getting paid by a company to do that like they just look like a normal person talking that's like the vast majority of of ads on uh, like digital ads now is that yeah 
So um, that, you know, I've I've talked to Alice about it and mm-hmm. kind of been curious about it. But at the same time, I'm like, I'm not doing that. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, partly because I actually, I really love voiceover and, and I'm so focused on that. And I feel like I have so much more to learn about it that I don't really want to take on another thing. But, but probably one of the primary reasons is I don't want to be on camera. Like, yeah, yeah. that is not, <laughs> so that's my introversion. Yeah. And it's privacy yeah. and other things. Sure. And there's a lot of other factors there. Yeah. I think into to why you would decide to do that or not. But I don't know. A str- something I struggle with, and I, I don't know why. And I don't, I'm certainly not alone in this. It's sort of become a a, a, a trope or a, or a meme. I hate talking on the phone. And I don't know why. I grew up, I'm Gen X. I grew up in the 80s the seventies and the eighties where I would spend hours and hours and hours talking on the phone. But for some reason, as an adult in this current culture, I just get cold sweats about talking to people on the phone. And this came up the other day when you and I were talking and I was trying to figure out something technical and you're like, well, just give them a call. And, and I'm like, on the, you mean on the, on the phone? Are you insane? Do you think I'm a crazy person? <laughs> so, okay. Who well, so this that? is interesting. Now, is it, is it just people uh, like, is, is this, does this apply to everyone or just people you don't really know very well? Uh, I will, I will avoid talking on the phone to my parents, to my siblings, to my wife. <laughs> huh, that's so interesting. I don't know. I don't know. And like, I can, right. But I have yeah. to like, I, I don't know if this is something that is introversion, uh, universal, but I have this. I step over my introversion. I step outside of it. Do you, do you know what I mean? Like mm. it's a skill that I've developed where I can say, okay, here's where I am. And I can step beyond this and get myself to do the thing. Or the thing. And, yeah. <clears throat> yeah. So, uh, and I'm able to do that for phone calls, especially if it's business oriented or it's going to help me move my, you know, if it's a sales call or somebody that I want to connect to. Uh, and I find value in connecting with them, like right. my parents or or a friend or something. And I'm able to step over that. But it's still something I have to do. I don't know if I, I have, have that, that with phone calls, but mm. I definitely mm-hmm. have it with video. Like like <laughs> Zoom. Like whenever, you know, I had a coaching session on Friday uh, for voiceover and it was on Zoom. And I like leading up to it, it wasn't just who I was meeting with and the fact that I'd never met her and I was really looking forward to it and I was super excited, but I was nervous. I felt like I was in the company mm-hmm. of a giant, you know, in the industry. Um, but it was literally the Zoom call. Like, I'm like, okay, I've got to, I've got to put my video on here. <laughs> and that just sends me up. Like, and even with my family. So they're few yeah. and far between the, the, the video chats with my family. They're probably just yeah. like, what is wrong with you? I, I think they're in the same category for me, like yeah. phone video. Like uh, my previous job, I did tech support and mostly it was through ticketing system. But sometimes my, my boss would say, well, why don't you hop on the phone and see if you can get this sorted more quickly? And I'm like, uh, or I could saw off my leg. <laughs> right? Like, <laughs> yeah. Yeah. So. <laughs> that's hilarious. Know. Yeah. That's what video is for me. I don't think the, f- maybe a cold phone call I might be nervous about, but yeah. yeah. And I know what you mean about stepping over it too. Um, yeah. When you really have to. And I find sometimes that just saying 
saying it out loud will help me. Mm. So when I jumped onto that coaching call on Friday, I just said, oh my God, I'm so nervous. Mm. Yeah, that's <laughs> and it great. it really helped actually. It really helped. Yeah. And I think there's, I, you know, I do, there's a lot of things I do to trick myself or hack my brain into doing things. And I think that's something that we can definitely explore yeah. in greater detail. Like if we can um, do it for certain things, maybe we can try it more often for these things where we constantly yeah. are just like yeah. kind of hitting a brick wall or avoiding altogether or whatever. Yeah. Or even, you know, silently judging. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know what you're talking about. I don't know. No, I don't know where that came from. <laughs> I didn't, I didn't mean that. Speaking of silently judging, that. let's let's talk about ourselves a little bit more. It, I don't mean our experiences as introverts, but just who we are and why we're here, maybe. Does that sound good? Um, sure. Like, do, do you want me to ask you questions or are you just going to talk? Um, uh, yeah, I mean, we have, I think we, I think we have come with some questions prepared, right, to ask each other. That, that the other doesn't know? Yeah, so no, I didn't prepare any, but um, oh, okay. I'm hmm. just going to, you know. Uh, I, make, I maybe prepared mine oh, eight do you go seconds first, before then? we because got Because then I could just eight, copy yours. Eight <laughs> seconds before we got on the call, that's when okay. I prepared mine. All right, but all I've been right. thinking I, about it all, all weekend. and, and um, So I, I just sort of, yeah. I am so nervous all of a sudden. Okay, uh-huh. just get it over with. Okay, Rip sure, sure, the sure. Band aid, Brad. Well, let's let's we can do this. Like, we just use these as sort of jumping off conversation points. All right, maybe. Okay, when did you come to understand that you were an introvert in the first place? And was it a relief for you to figure it out, or did you sort of always know? I guess, or did it cause more issues for you to solve than it did before you figured that out? Does that make sense? God, I thought it was one question at a time here. No, 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 it's fine. I'm just joking. Um, So I don't remember when I maybe put that identifying kind of label onto uh, this certain part of me. Um, Mm -hmm. But if I think back, I've always been that way. But I have moments of sort of extroversion, which is always interesting for other people because I think people just assume, you know, because I've been in theater for almost my whole life that that means I'm an extrovert and that is definitely not the case. Yeah. That Um, gets to my next question actually. Yeah. Well, it's, and it's one of those things too, is like, you know, when they, you know, you, you do your curtain call and then the mm -hmm. audience leaves and you, you go and get out of your costume and you go to leave the theater and people are expecting that you're going to go, especially on opening night to like meet and greet. Yeah. And I, oh I just, God. I want to crawl inside myself and yeah. hide. I, uh, I hate it. I so relate to that. It's yeah. kind of creeping me out how much I relate to that. Ugh. So it, this is actually my second question is that we're both trained as actors and performers. Yeah. Uh, our, our listeners don't know that, but uh, they do now. Uh, and our listener, what, my our mom, listener. <laughs> <laughs> mom um, knows now. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> You know, and people who know, who know me and what I do, and then they, then I, I claim to be, or I label myself as an extrovert. And then they're like, what? that doesn't make sense. You, ju- oh, you were you just on introvert. stage. You just said extrovert. Uh, introvert. Yes, yes, yeah. yes, yes. Sorry. Yeah. Uh, and, and yeah, uh, after a show, uh, after curtain, I just want to go, I want to go hide. Yeah. I don't want to go out and meet people. I don't want to face people. I've just like exposed myself to a ridiculous level 
right? And mm. I like shared myself in a way. It's I, I I it's it's probably more difficult than if I had just been naked on stage, right? Because you just it's that exposing. <laughs> I have been naked on stage. Yeah. Um so yeah. That I just want to hide. I I don't I don't I just you know, I think the first, when I think back, getting back to your question, mm-hmm. when did I first realize even that I was perceived as mm. not shy or extroverted by someone really close to me? And that was my dad. And we, I, I can't remember how old I was. I might've been about 11. And he, I think had got maybe a new job. Um, and he took me to work and he, he, my dad works in the automotive industry as a mechanical engineer. And so Uh I was in this big kind of, um, plant and he was like a manager in the plant and, um, he like introduced me to his boss. And I guess I didn't really know what I had really done until after the fact, but I guess his boss like, uh, said hello and cordially, you know, extended his hand for our handshake and I had already kind of put my head down because I was like shy and didn't want to make eye contact or something. And um, afterwards, my dad kind of said, you know, he was trying to shake your hand or I don't know how he worded it, but. Yeah. Um, and, I, and he said, why didn't you, you know, why didn't you shake his hand or something like that? And I said, well, you know, I'm just, I, I guess I'm shy or, or whatever. And my dad was like, no, you're not. <laughs> and I don't know if actually he really truly thought I wasn't shy or if he was just trying to be encouraging or, you know, get me out of that mindset. But I, it's always stuck with me of like, no, but I am, you know, (laughs) how, how old were you? I I think I was like 10 or 11. Okay. I feel like it's not like you were 26 or something and you already had. It was yesterday. Exactly. Yeah, Yeah. 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 Because, you know, I think we all sort of develop tricks and hacks and things to, um, to handle situations like that. So that I was curious, but yeah, if you're mm-hmm. 10, that makes sense. Cause you're still trying to figure out. I like what you said. You said when I labeled myself as that, cause that's really kind of what my question was getting at, right? Like when, when did you identify and, and put that label on yourself? For me, I will say it came really late. I yes. grew up all through high school into college thinking, right. Th- cause I wanted to be an expert, uh, an extrovert. So right. I thought I was an extrovert, right? And so I acted as if I were one. I had all these like tricks and I was really proud of it. I'm like, I've got all these things that I can do to like, um, to really sort of be uh, uh, confident and positive like with people. dancing, pulling rabbits out of hats. Yeah, exactly. No, totally and, and, and social butterfly skills, right? <laughs> yeah. Because I thought I was an, and then at one time late, like I'm talking probably late thirties, it occurred to me, True extroverts, extroverts probably don't have to do all those things. They're pro- nope. they probably are comfortable talking to people without having to tie their shoelace three times on the left and four times on the right. It just like these magic tricks we do to like yeah. make it okay. No, I literally am pretzeling myself into some form of what I think extroversion is during those times or those <laughs> moments. And um, in terms of like that label, like I don't really know, but definitely in, in adulthood. And recently, like I would say within the last decade. So definitely not, I'm going to say I'm in my 40s. That's all I'm saying. Um, mm-hmm. But uh, yeah, not in my 20s or like early 30s. Definitely yeah. not. So um, 
to me, that's pretty recent to sort of have that revelation of like, oh, you know, this is why I break into a cold sweat when, (laughs) you know, X, Y, Z. Yeah. And I I have terrible stage fright as well, which people are always like, why would you keep doing theater? Like, just don't ask complicated questions. (laughs) That is a very complicated question. And I think, (laughs) because, you know, there are a lot of introverts in in the performing arts. Uh, I I think it's mostly extroverts, I think. But there are a lot of introverts. And I think some of the best, most um, genuine, most exposing actors are introverts. They're not there to draw in attention. Right. They're not there to to like get accolades or adoration. They're there because they found they have this thing that they can do, this way of sharing their their the depths of themselves to get maybe a little um uh I don't know. Uh philosophical. Po- philosophical or poetic yeah. uh to an, an annoying degree. Uh <laughs> I love it. But but the it's a way of of sharing and it's a way of of exposing oneself. In a, in a truly meaningful way, in a, in a way that you, we, we would hope would impact people. So you're not there to like draw in accolades to ones to yourself, yeah. but to share and, and think, hopefully impact yes. other and people's I, I, minds. I have to interrupt lives. because what you said about sharing dif- those different things, that is the thing that, that really hit home for me because I think when you are introverted slash shy or whatever words you want to attribute to to that thing, um, and also because the audience, people who are in the audience are not generally theater people or like involved in theater or actors, right? So mm-hmm. they're hopefully their their disbelief is being suspended. They're being taken along a journey of the story, you know, no matter what it is. Yeah. Um, but they don't necessarily know maybe what acting is or what good acting is, right? That mm-hmm. it does come from you and it is sides mm-hmm. of you. You're not, quote unquote, pretending. So the fact mm-hmm. that they yep. generally might not know that can give you sort of the safety to expose those sides of yourself in front of people. Mm-hmm. and not have it take anything from you like you do you know what i mean does that make sense it does i, I don't know about them not taking anything saying. from you because i feel yeah. like i feel like a chunk is taken out of me but uh you know but, well, but no, energy th- wise maybe yeah, yeah 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 yeah. i no, feel like I it's really enriching and i learn a yeah. lot about myself yeah absolutely and i want to be very ke- careful and clear that i'm not saying that that's a superior way to be a performer or an actor than being an extrovert i am super jealous of the extroverts and they get stage fright too and they 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 have their own struggles but they're just different than ours and they also bring their own things to the table that that we really have a hard time with so i i don't yeah. i don't i don't no, mean and I'm, to... I'm exclusively just talking about my experience i i yeah, don't okay. know but f- yeah from a theater standpoint being on the stage that's what that's what that is for me is like i yeah. i have full permission to show these sides of myself you know within the context mm-hmm. of a story and respecting the playwright all those things um but the audience might not know that that's actually me. 
So maybe that yeah. makes it easier. I see what you're saying. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because yeah. because they presu- they're like, oh, they're acting. They're such a good actor. Yeah, they they presume. Well, I'm that not you're saying that anyone on... says that about me. Just, I'm just. <laughs> oh my god! Like, you, I just yeah. mean that that's the assumption I think of most uh, folks that are audience, right? Yeah, Where they're that's just, interesting. Yeah. Yep. Yep. I like what you're saying. They're it, not thinking like, you're laying yourself bare. They're thinking. Yeah. It's pretend. They're, they presume you're wearing a mask and that you're you're doing exactly. make believe and you're pre- pretending to be somebody which that is fine you're not, by me and, instead yeah. of like p- painfully bearing who you truly are as a human. Like, <laughs> yeah, because you're finding the sides, yeah. you know, the different things within you that are. Yeah. Anyways, I could go on. A, let's. Yeah, yeah, I'll yeah, get yeah, off yeah, that yeah. soapbox. Um. Um. Okay, so did that answer your first question? That answered my first two questions, actually. Okay, great. Uh, yeah. Uh, and, uh, you know, my last, I, I had more, like, my questions were compound questions. Uh, and my second one ended with, why don't we just sit in our rooms and write poetry or whatever? Sometimes I think that would be so much easier, but it's just not, that's not what I do. So I, I, I don't know. Is that a question for me? Yeah. Why yeah. don't we sit in our rooms and write poetry? Well, um, I could uh, or, take out I mean, a journal. I could take out a journal that I had as a teenager that would <laughs> uh, be evidence of that. No, I think. Um, but but why did you though? Then why were you drawn to perform and to be an actor then? And I think we've already sort of answered this question. But the question is, why why did you feel drawn to become a, an actor and a performer when it's so much more? Easy I mean, and when more I look back, I've always been doing things like, you know, sitting in my room and pressing record and doing like these like pretend like mm-hmm. I'm the radio DJ and making commercials and stuff like that. Like when I was really quite young yeah. and then putting on performances in the backyard for like the local neighbors and things like that. But I never thought about wanting to be on stage and be an actor until I was in high school and a bunch of my friends were like, you should try out for the school play. And I was in grade 11, I think I was 16. And I ended up getting the lead role and we took it to a festival, a a regional festival, and I won the Best Actress Award. And I I was like hooked. Mm -hmm. And it just, it was just something about, I don't know, I think sometimes you just have something inside you and you connect to something. And for me, that thing I really connected with was a play and and performing that character and being on stage with those other people and everything yeah. that's kind of involved in a production. It's a pretty magical place to be. So, yeah, I just fell in love with it and I never stopped. Yeah. I got into theater on accident, actually. Uh, I in love high school, how Americans I, say on accident. We say by accident. Oh, here. by accident. I got yeah. I got into th- to acting with accident. Um, <laughs> uh, no, I, I was in community college. I like wanted to kind of wanted to do it in high school, but yeah. like I figured everyone else doing it had a lot of experience and I had none. And I just didn't think I I didn't think it, I could do it. So I didn't even try. Um, and then in I was in community college and I was I thought I was late for a class, but I was I thought it was 10 minutes late, but I was 50 minutes early. I time and I I've, I've really had to work hard to to um, have a good relationship with time. Um, so I was walking around looking for the class and I, I peeked my head into a classroom and there were a group of people and I knew a couple of them and they called me in and said, sit down, sit down. And it turned out to be a meeting of the, 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 the theater club for the 
community college. And then I just got swept into it from there. It was weird. Like I didn't, I never sought it out. And then they had their first audition. It was a series of short plays and I got cast in like eight of them, I think. Wow. So it was like, um, and just from the start, it just felt like something natural that I was just there to do. And um, I just, I just, you know, you have that sort of initial success and that feeds you enough. And then you, you're constant, you never get that kind of like, uh, uh, affirmation again, like it's super hard to ever get again, but then you spend the rest of your life kind of trying to recreate that. But maybe, I, also, I don't know that I had that, but I, yeah, I definitely, when I think about it, like, I'm like, it wasn't, it's not something that I had to think about doing. I just found myself doing it a lot and really loving mm-hmm. it. And so it's not like, you know, I studied it. I went to school and all that yeah. stuff too, but even doing that was like a no brainer. Yeah. And it's the same with voiceover. It's like, it, this just is now, this is what I do. Like, I don't, I don't have to <clears throat> um, overthink it, I guess. I don't know. Yeah. 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 All right. Well, one, let's move on to my last question that I've got. Okay. Uh, and I think we've already talked about this a little bit and we're running long on time. So I don't, maybe we don't want to go too deep into it. And this, we could do a whole discussion about this. Right. What are just a couple of hacks that you use to get around being introverted, especially when it comes to promoting yourself and your business. And when I say getting around, maybe that's not right a way to put it. It's like saying, you know, I, I don't, I don't, there are downsides to being an introvert. There are challenges that come with it. And what are some tricks that you use to s- get past those Ugh. or work through them? Mm, I'm trying to think, like, I don't think I have anyone hack that I can be like, here's my million dollar idea for all you introverts out there. <laughs> um, I, I think, so there was a thing about um, stage fright that I learned a while ago that sort of helped me. It's never got rid of my stage fright, but it, it's, mm-hmm. it's helped to calm me down. So it's a twofold maybe thing now that I think about it. It's, um, am I actually nervous or am I really excited about this? Mm. And mm-hmm. sometimes the answer is both. Sometimes the answer is I'm just scared shitless. But yeah. you can find the thing to be excited about and then you can kind of say, you know, these butterflies or whatever physical manifestation you have that is those, you know, quote unquote nerves that you can sort of marry the excitement to them as well. It can take that fear down a notch. I'm not saying it gets rid of it. Um, what was the second thing? Oh. Especially when it comes to promoting yourself or your business. Yeah. Um, so yeah, that was stage fright specific, but I've brought it into certain things that I do. Mm-hmm. So um, being on a coaching call or hmm. I mean, anything where I've had to put myself out there and I'm like losing my mind. Um for whatever reason, like even I had a live direct session in December that was a really big deal for um, a big game. Um, mm-hmm. Big, big casting director. And it was for my home studio. And I was so nervous. You were excited, but yeah, no, absolutely. For, well, I had to like, and that's part of, you know, your business too, is like actually doing the work and being on a live direct call. You're, mm-hmm. you know, you're, 
that is as most out there as you can get, yeah. right? Yeah, 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 yeah. You, everything, you know, you almost feel like your whole business is riding on it. So Right, because it's not just a social interaction, which is scary enough, no. but on t- it is a social interaction and it's a very intimidating social interaction. And it's also your businesses on the line, right? Like it could change the direction of your business and, and there's no pressure there at all, man. Just <laughs> right. No pressure. I, I <laughs> and also just all the technical things that might go mm-hmm. wrong or for me, you know, one of the big things is like, what if there's outside noise? Like, yeah. you know, during this recording, I've had a dump truck in the alley that might've come through on the recording, a plane flew over. Um, so I was really scared of those things too. And it's like, those things are going to happen. Mistakes are going to happen, but mm-hmm. it's sort of how you can handle yourself under pressure that counts. Yeah. And that's where the nerves can really inhibit that, where you maybe feel like you can't be yourself or you can't just laugh it off or you can't, you know, maybe you're not going to be professional. You go down the rabbit hole of all that stuff. So mm-hmm. I really just tried to, okay, here's another thing that I do is I remind myself that everybody in the room at some point has had shit go sideways in whatever you're doing. So if it's a live direct session, somebody in that room has had something go sideways on their side that they've had to deal with, right? Like you're not alone Mm -hmm. in that. And you're certainly not alone with your nerves and and everybody wants it to go well. So Mm -hmm. I think it's just, I don't know that those are hacks. That's just trying to remind yourself of the reality of the situation because although it feels like life or death it's not (laughs) yeah you know that's true but it feels like it right i I, a thought i have about nervousness and stage fright is that like right nervousness comes from uh not knowing right it comes from uh, it comes from not it comes, not being able to control the outcome. <laughs> yeah, and and yeah. I find I find one of the best ways I have to control nervousness or to sort of be on top of it is to be prepared, right? Like if you're if you are ninety percent off book and you have to go out on stage, you're going to be freaking petrified, right? Because yeah. you know when you get out there, there's a good chance you could go up on a line. If you are 110% off book, like you're off book cold and you know it and you don't even have to think about it and mm. you, you're blocking and, and you have confidence in the show and you have confidence in the director and the other performers on stage. Like that doesn't mean stage fright isn't there anymore, but it mitigates it to a huge degree yeah. I, I, in my experience. It's funny that you say that because that was my second point that went out of my brain was preparedness is just mm-hmm. you prepare yourself as much as you can for that one thing. And then you also remind yourself that probably you've been preparing your whole life for mm. certain things mm-hmm. and that you have all of that behind you as well. So it's not just that one moment. Like, remember that you, you're you the expert in the room for this. They've hired you for this. Like, yeah, and now we're talking about that particular session or being on stage. It's like, yeah. you are the expert in the room as well. You're mm-hmm. not some schlep. Mm-hmm. You know, mm-hmm. so and I guess, you know, getting to that point is just that's just a lifetime of lessons and experience. And and I just don't see my introversion to- really inhibiting me that much. I mm-hmm. just think that there are things that I could do more of if I could maybe get past it. But at the same time, like I said, I'm also 
more and more, I'm sort of like, well, maybe it's actually something to lean into almost like nervousness. Like if you're not nervous going out on stage or having a live direct session, if there's no nerves, <laughs> that's probably not good. Yeah, you're probably. <laughs> yeah. No, no, that's for sure. You're yeah. either there for the wrong reason or you're just so bo- over it and bored with it. That, yeah, I guess, you know. So anyway. What yeah. one thing that I uh, thing that I have, it's it's sort of different than the than. Uh, so I think in any industry, but especially in voiceover, we have a lot of conferences that we that are, are available to us. Right. right. And I, I get a lot out of them. Uh, I'm going to my third one in March mm-hmm. uh, in Atlanta. And it's scary, right, to to yeah. land someplace and, and you're there with hundreds to many hundreds. Voiceover conferences aren't that large, uh, but it feels very large. And uh, to land there and get something out of it when you know no one at all yeah, there, right? And a, a couple of things that I'm finding helpful are, one, try and establish relationships before you go, mm-hmm. right? So I know there are people within one of our uh, voiceover Facebook groups. I know there are people within that group that are going. So I started a, a, a um, Facebook message group with those people. So we could also, because, you know, they're nervous too. I'm sure a number of them are introverts as well. So that the people who haven't been can ask questions and we can sort of connect. And that way, when you get there on the first day, you, your airplane lands and you roll into the convention center with a crew of people that you're already connected to, right? Mm-hmm. I find that takes a lot of the, the sort, my, my sort of, I call it my passive observer mode. Like when I step back against the wall and I just shut up and I just Wallflower. sort of let everything. <laughs> yeah, 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 like yeah, yeah, at the yeah, high yeah. school dance. Yeah, mm-hmm. very which is familiar, my natural, very yeah, which familiar. Is, <laughs> yeah, it's my natural state when I go into something like this. So not only am I already connected to people, but I'm sort of like the organizer of this, you know, it could be six to 15 people, whatever. And then they look to you. And once I'm in a role of responsibility, I don't have time to be shy, right? Like I, yeah, yeah. Right? Um, so that's, that's one thing I do. Another thing. That, and um, that goes back to your preparedness thing too. Is like, yeah, that, that's right. You don't, that's have to true. Talk your, you don't have to talk yourself out of your introversion. You just set up some things that are going to kind of support you a bit. And whether yeah. that's, you know, your acting stuff or your, you know, meeting people stuff like, yeah, I think that's great. That's a great tip. Yeah. And, and, uh, another thing I like to do is pick one person to be my buddy to start. Right. Yeah. Like, just someone you're randomly sitting next to at the opening session or whatever, just start chatting with them and get to know them on a one, one-to-one level. So it's not like, they're not like a, a, a random, they are a random person, but they're not like, it's not like an intimidating, because you're sitting next to Marty and just start making a couple comments. Uh, some of my, some good friends that I have now in the voiceover community came from that. Right. And then they know people or you know people, and then you just start to like, let those connections start to happen. So you don't have to go there expecting to meet everybody. Just go there expecting to like pick one target schmuck. That's going to be your good friend. (laughs) Yeah, exactly. Uh, No, I love that. That's awesome. Yeah. And and I don't mean to do that in an artificial sense, right? You're not like, oh, you're like, I'm just going to use you as a, but be gent, you know, you're genuinely making your first friend and and all it takes is one friend and then things tend to become more comfortable and and spiral out to more social. I I think. Absolutely. That's what works for me. Yeah. And I think you can't help but be genuine 
I mean, I think as an introvert, I, I would struggle to be kind of fake because then mm-hmm. I'm, yeah, I don't know. I, I, that maybe doesn't make sense, but. No, I think that does make sense. And I think that's, uh, that may be one thing that makes inter it makes intimate uh, sort of contact with a stranger difficult for us because we're so afraid of being disin- of being disingenuous. Not, not yeah, genuine, and small talk. I right? can't do the small talk. Yeah, 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 yeah. Uh, and <laughs> or those if are you're the skills. Like in a thing, and people are like, "All right, let's go around the room and introduce oh, yourself." I'm like, I want oh, oh to my God. die. If or we could, let's do a whole episode on how we feel about icebreakers and <laughs> oh. get get to know yous. Yeah. Oh my God. No. Uh, no. And it's yeah. so unfair. It's like. Uh, because the person leading it is always like, first of all, they're just looking for something to fill time, right? Like, uh, yeah. and because they think they're supposed to do that. But there's no consideration for the fact that that is really, really difficult for some time, for some people. Yeah. And I really appreciate group leaders who say, uh, we're not going to do it because, or we're going to do it, but if you want to opt out, no problem. Or we're going to do it. But even but that is like know, shitty because no. it's like, okay, yeah. so you're like yeah, the yeah, yeah, one yeah. person in the room's like, I'm sorry, I'm opting out. Yeah, like yeah, 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 all yeah, yeah. eyes are on you at that point. Like, what is wrong with this person? Every single yeah. person in the room is like an expert. And they're like, <laughs> That's true. You're weird. I, I guess what I'm trying to say, and maybe that wasn't a good example. I'm trying to say is there are session, you know, people who can lead sessions and help people get to know each other at the beginning without it being so artificial and so ingenuous uh yeah and so like like contrived and fake and painful for people yeah, I like a, i like an organic like connection myself i don't like yeah. uh the contrived you know yeah, yeah. yeah. well hey yeah. we should talk about how we actually connected sure do you remember I mean, wait um no not offhand how did we so was it it well it was about oh. Three years ago. Yeah. And the way that I remember it is I think we were in a mutual voiceover Facebook group. Yep. And I think we somehow we recognized we each other as, you know, um, weirdos. Or like in high school, I was like part of like the freak mob because mm-hmm. we were like Doc Martens and Cure yeah. t-shirts and stuff. <laughs> yeah, I, I wore Converse All Stars that were different colors. Like I would wear red on one foot. Oh, I also wore my Converse All Stars. It was, it yeah. was the '80s. It, you could get away. Oh with that. yeah, yeah. No, high school for me was the '90s. <laughs> I know. I'm older. Anyways. than Anyways, are you older than me? Oh, yeah. okay. Well, like um, but 10. yeah, we were part of that same Facebook group, and then and you actually reached out reached out to me. Uh, you DM'd me, and you were like, "Would you want to do like an accountability buddy kind of thing?" And we just see been, you were my schmuck. Friends. You were my one person that I was reaching yeah. out to. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> but that no, but that just demonstrates what I'm saying, right? Like, I did. I I saw a person that I thought seemed super smart, super genuine super friendly and then and, you decided to reach out to me instead but i and then i reached out to you because they were busy yeah exactly no no and i just i and you know and it's hard to make that for initial thing but i you know i just sent you a message and was trying to play it off like i was like cool or whatever yeah. but um yeah but it was just that like hey do you want to be you want to be study partners, basically. Yeah. You know? And actually, I think the re- the thing, one of the things that I remember the most about you reaching out was you were really, um, you were really honest and upfront. You were just like, I'm really struggling uh, with X, Y, and Z or something. And I, mm-hmm. I would really like to 
connect with someone and you seem really cool or something. And I, I, I just was like, that That was, I, and I don't remember exactly how you worded it or whatever, but I just yeah. remember thinking this is a really genuine person. And um, yeah. Which I think is another hack, right? I think that's another is honesty. Like mm. it really takes people aback when you're honest, but as an introvert who... I don't mean all, everyone's like this. I don't know. But as an introvert who really values honesty and genuineness, yeah, uh, to offer that to somebody, right, is kind of a, a a pretty powerful opening. And I'm not saying it was manipulating you. That's kind of sounds manipulative. But to allow yourself to be free to to do that, to really just share honesty with someone and say, hey, I'm going to admit something to you as a way to start a dialogue that I th- I'm hoping we can have. To well, and because friendship. at the end of the day, if that, if that, if your honesty and your vulnerability does not resonate with the person you're reaching out to or whomever, they're not your person. They're not yeah. going to be, yeah. you know, and you know, right away, you've not wasted yeah. any time, right? Like, yeah. 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 It's like dating, you know, I guess we could, that's a whole different topic that we should not get into, but you know, first date. <laughs> Thankfully, be honest, neither of us are yourself. in that world anymore. Right. My that's God. Right. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> well, you know what? What do you think? Was this our first episode? I don't I mean think to erupt, this was our end it too abruptly, episode. but I feel like. Yeah. We've... Yeah. I think this it's, we're almost at 45 minutes. Yeah. This was fun. This was really good. I've really enjoyed it. And I feel like we covered some stuff that kind of maybe took me by surprise a little bit that came out. And hopefully when I listen back to it, I'm not completely mortified Um, by my, by me. I mean, you're going to ignore that. I'll just Just erase all of my dialogue (laughs) and it'll just be you. It'll just be me. And then you just cut out the spaces in between. I think (laughs) that makes a lot of sense. Or I'll just like re-record my entire interaction (laughs) so that it sounds perfect. (laughs) You're, you're gonna write Speaking it out. You're of gonna like write a script for yourself. And <laughs> exactly. Then, yeah. I don't know, Louise. It sounds a little reedy. <laughs> it sounds like you're reading. Was that AI? <laughs> oh God. We're both AI. I, we should have said that up front. I know we're supposed to disclose AI. We're both AI. We're both. Yeah. We're not. Yeah. Uh, uh, Chat GPT with different voice uh, actually isn't there a new term for it now people it's politically incorrect to say ai now it's like um it's not artificial intelligence it's like advanced and i don't know what it is it's it's Mm. not artificial anymore i do not get me started talking about ai i have so many thoughts about it louise that's a whole different not a podcast episode that's a whole different podcast so i think we'd better wrap it up now before i let's wrap it up now Cool. Okay. Well, I hope this was helpful. I hope I hope it was to me. Yeah. I hope it was to you. It was to and me. And I think, I mean, at the end of the day, even if no one listens to this, I'm getting yeah. a lot out of it. And, exactly. and we're talking about things that we don't, we don't actually talk about because we meet once a week for anyone yeah. who is listening. We actually yeah. um, meet once a week to talk about how things are going with our voiceover businesses. So this yeah. has been um, really great to kind of... Uh, well, <laughs> just lost my I'm, train I'm of leaving thought. you hang. I'm letting you hang. I'm not helping. I don't know what yeah, you're saying. You really so not... <laughs> <laughs> wow. <laughs> I, no, I was trying. I was in, internally. I was trying to help you, but I, I couldn't figure out what you were. Yeah, you were going I, I don't even know. It just <laughs> kind of dropped off into oblivion, <laughs> yeah. uh, like most of my thoughts. Okay. Yeah. All so, right. Well, let's um, wrap it up. Oh, you know, let, we need we need like a closing tagline. We we didn't. We didn't prepare enough to have that. Something like... Well, maybe we can record it after the fact. 
No, I think each each episode we should see how far we've gotten with coming up with one. <laughs> okay, on the spot. It, it could be like a progressive thing. Yeah, on the like spot um, with our closing tagline. Like it could be like um, uh, with the, the name is this inside has been inside voice. voice using our outside voice. I don't know. Yeah. All right, that's it for this week, and we'll, we'll use that this week. And then if we come up with a better one, we'll try next week to see if we can come up with something else. Should we say that? it together and, then? Because it's the tagline? Yeah, sure. Okay, one, Or, you, or two, you say the first part and I say the second part. Okay. Okay. This has been Inside Voice. And we're using our outside voices. That wasn't it. That's not what I said. Oh, shoot, what did you say? This has been Inside Voice using our outside voice. That's oh, okay. Got it, got it, got it, got it. Okay, okay. Try it again. This has been Inside Voice. Using our outside voice. Nice. nice. Yeah. <laughs> okay, cool. bye. Thanks. Bye. <laughs> Thanks for joining us on this week's episode of Inside Voice. If you have a topic suggestion, a question, or would like to challenge your introverted self by being interviewed on the podcast, email us at connect at theinsidevoicepodcast.com.